Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. You're right. I don't live with my mom and dad, but I'm not going through a famine. We have running water and doing home cholera, but sure, you're right. Let's go back to the older days. And Liz. It's going to totally change your life. I can't believe you have been a mom for four years and you haven't had an air fryer to put to air fry chicken nuggets. You've been using the oven all this time? Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. It's a virtual moment. We couldn't get our act together. Have we ever done this? No. And I think we talk over each other a lot when we're together. And I think doing it virtually is going to be so much worse. So Kelly and I... Or better. It is Sunday night. Um, The babies are asleep. And Kelly and I are Zoom recording a podcast right now because we have... We just couldn't see each other. Couldn't make it work. Too much was going on. It's like negative something degrees. Negative. Yeah. Like negative six. It is so cold. And like that's before the wind chill. It is bone chilling. Yeah. So anyway, we're coming at you remotely, but that's not going to stop this episode. It's not going to stop the segment. It's not going to stop the jam-packedness of it all. No, of course not. We are we're here to record and we're here to deliver. So we're also kind of coming off of um kind of a crazy night yesterday. Elizabeth and I planned slash host planned and participated in a pickleball tournament. Correct. We are on the Young Professionals Board for Folds of Honor, and we had our first ever event, and it was a pickleball tournament, and it was so much fun. Search in your area right now if there's like a pickleball club yep. court near you um, because I have never been to this place and it was amazing and so much fun and jam packed on a freezing Friday night because it's all indoor, which is great. And I really thought due to the weather, like this place was going to be dead. Every court was packed and there's like probably 20 courts. But like perfect thing to do when it's so cool. It's a year round event. Yeah. It's so fun. So, yeah, Tyler and I were super. I mean, we've played pickleball before because we have like a court at our farm. So, like, you know, we we dabble. Like, we're vacation pickleball players. I don't think I'm ever gonna be a league girl, but like, I would sign up for another tournament. If anything, it's a great workout. It's a great workout. And the way this yeah, one, it was really fun. The way this one worked was, um, you. Kind of based off of your abilities, you kind of put yourself on a court. So there was like last court and top court. And so we were like, you know, shimmying amongst the last courts. And if you won, then you moved up a court. And if you lost, you moved down a court and you just like played a bunch of like fast rounds. And it was so much fun. Like you're playing with like people who were good competition for you. Unless you're the stumpy yeah. and you lost every game. But like for me and no, Maddie, we like had... once we moved okay. up too far, yeah. we could never make it past this one court because like we kept challenging people who were just like significantly better than us. And then we would move back down. And yeah. it was just like fun to play with people within our skill set. No, the problem with Tyler and I is, for, well, we lost four games in a row and we, they weren't even close. There was, they, I mean, you play to 11. I think the max points we scored were four Cal- to be transparent. Yeah, which here's you the thing. You guys are though. having an off night because you have beat me and Maddie at the farm no. before. No, I know. And here's what Tyler and I decided. The problem is, is we 
can bring consistency and we can we can keep the ball in play normally pretty well. We don't have we weren't doing that last night. And mm. I don't have the trick shot. I don't have the slam. I don't have the the backhand to be a good pickleball player. But what I can do is keep the ball in play till you mess up. And like that's really mm. where I score a lot of my points. I see. I see. So it's just a matter of time until someone else screws up. Well, no, it's a matter of like like I'm not a risky player. Like I'm okay, just you're playing I'm, it safe. I'll get the ball back to you and it, so I whatever. I'm actually a decent pickleball player. And so was Tyler. So we were just stinking up the court last night. I think it's a factor of things. One, I think my shoes were too tight. Oh, yeah, that's got to be it. I didn't have the proper outfit on. You know, Tyler wasn't drinking beer. Like, it just like wasn't like the vibes for us. Yeah, and Tyler was not wearing cowboy boots, which was his biggest fail, I'm sure. He would have been quicker in them. I think he was probably tripping over himself. Those those sneakers were too fresh. Too fresh, too light. He needs yeah. a little weight on them. He needs to and, be weighed you know, down. It was just... I'm telling you, we got sloppy, but we had so much fun. It is you just forget like how fun a date night is. Mm. Like if you, and this is like unsolicited marriage advice. Like I'm not from someone who's only been married five years, but it's like don't always go to dinner because like what are you going to talk about? Like you, you're married. Like you like sometimes you have to go and like you have to talk like about things or you have to catch up. But sometimes it's like don't just stare at each other. Like go do mm-hmm. something and like go play pickleball. I also well, and I think that this could either it can either help or hurt too, depending. But well, it's like totally no. Totally. But I, was, I was gonna say no. Like if you are playing on the same team as your partner, because it's like Maddie and I really like playing together. Like we have the camaraderie. But it's like if we start to lose or something, or we're in like, why'd you miss that or whatever? Then it thinks you know might not go the best. Yeah. But it it's a very fun, totally approachable game. Everyone should if you've never played. You should go learn. My um, my two sister-in-laws and their partners came and they had never played before and they were beating. They both beat Kelly, actually. And Kelly's yeah. played a bunch of times. So, like, I say that to say that you pick it up really quickly and anyone yeah. can play. No, find see if there's a pickleball court in your area. Find another couple. Rent a court for the night. Do a little learn to play with an instructor. Yeah go to dinner after and like listen like maybe you're on the same team maybe it'll be more fun if like you like it's girls versus boys like and it can be it's not the kind of sport where like boys are automatically going to win no like they're it's it's not that kind of thing like like our winner of the tournament last night was a a girl guy combo yeah and the girl was just mean that to say like yeah well because yeah most other sports the men have a bit of an advantage but not in pickleball it's a pretty level playing field for any for not only that but for um ages as well so anyway huge pickleball people totally go play um cal what do we have on our episode today well as we got a dump we got a last three we've got industry news i am bringing the dish to the drive-thru and i'm very excited about it oh and we're going to end with our book recap bright lights big christmas about time Kelly. Yeah, I know. I finished I know mine that. before Christmas. Well, you know what? I got a lot going on. I got I got a lot of my thing is, is like we always talk about like content, sh- like con we do like that like, we do like that content segment. My visual content plate, incredibly low. Don't have a show to watch. My audio content, yeah, you couldn't got a keep lot up. going on. I have like so many so many podcasts, so many audiobooks. Like I always have different things going. And like when I'm driving, I always have like I'm always making phone calls, talking to like the same three people. And then I'm also trying to like meditate in the car and like plan out my day. And like I'm just trying to do it all. Yeah. Um, Cal, I also have a Miriam Webster word of the day, which also kind of has to be kind of is it like a Gen Z slang in a way? 
Um, okay, let's hear it. Okay, so Merriam-Webster's word of the day for January 14th, which is when we're recording this, is cosplay. Cosplay. Yes, I've heard of this. Do you know what cosplay is? Yeah, it's like when you dress up like a character. Yes, it's to cosplay is to engage in the activity or practice of dressing up as a character from a work of fiction, such as a comic book, video game, or a television show. And, and the Gen Zs are doing that in record numbers? I don't know if they're doing it. In re- I shouldn't say that, no. But when I was it- on TikTok, I would frequently end up on the cosplay side of TikTok. And I don't know mm-hmm. how. And sometimes it bothered me. And sometimes it was like, wow, you really transformed yourself. That is, it's like, it is, it's an art. It's not an art that I'll ever be involved in, but it's an art that I can appreciate from afar. It is an art. Yeah, it's, um, I just, I, I love to see, I love to see when people have a thing and something that they can like put their time and energy into. And I'm just like happy for the people yeah. who are involved in the cosplay community. So cosplay, well, I was yeah. kind of surprised to see that that was Merriam-Webster's word of the day, but it but is. can you use it as like a, is it like a slang term? No, is it it's like not I a was slang. cosplaying as a pickle? Listen, I said like, it was I cosplaying as a pickleball player last night? Like, can you say it like that? I don't, I don't know enough about the cosplay community to know if they would find that to be slanderous or not. Yeah, so like, I is that don't, a slur? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, for the record, I was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't. I think it's like it's it's different. Here's the thing with cosplay is it's different than just dressing up. It's not like you're just dressing up yeah. like on Halloween. It's like, not like yeah. Cosplay yeah, yeah. is you are. It's like a you might be like a character from a movie or like an anime. I see a lot of the anime people or a video game or something. I don't know. There's like conventions. I mean, you know how I feel about adults dressing up. It's like not like something that like I participate in it's not something i'll ever participate in but again it's just like i'm happy for them i really am it it looks like it looks like a lot of work it looks really hard to do here's what i think has been a blessing for the cosplay community is now like if you're gonna get in the to-do and like get in the outfit now you can like create a ton of content around it like prior to tiktok like they like had to put on a full beat to like go to a convention like now you put on the beat like you're at the convention. You have a still photo. You have several reels about it. Like you're doing a class. Like now you, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. You can make, once you're dressed up, you make 30 reels and you post them over a period of time. Like it's, it's great. Yeah. So anyway, that's our word of the day. What do you have on your dump? Yeah, just a couple of quick things. Um, obsessed. Obsessed with Olipops and poppies right now obsessed okay. don't even know which one is better i want to do a comparison taste test Elizabeth, oh yes and because of like the same flavors yes. though because like like i want the root beer i want the colas i want the grape and like i want to find out which one is better yes so that's coming up i think if i go to whole foods i can get like all of them and well, i might need to order them online just to like be sure well i'm ready to commit to the bit because Me i'm too. also obsessed and, t- and tyler keeps drinking them and i like the thing is like if i t- i I want Tyler to drink them because I think like he has some gut issues and I feel like they'll be like good for his gut. So like I'm kind of encouraging it. But like if he knew that they were like two dollars a can, he would literally die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but like I'm not gonna say anything. No, I mean But I'm it's also not, like Tyler, there's two dollars a can you 
No, but I'm also like the two dollars a can. Like you don't get to have like two at dinner. Like what are you doing? No, yeah. So you, <laughs> you, have to, I mean? you kind of have to figure that. Just tell him. Just tell him he can't have that many prebiotics. Yeah, he won't know. So I mean, maybe I think maybe you can. Maybe you what can. Do I, know? I don't know. Like the fat. Like and this is what I'm saying about like. These could do nothing. Do they even do anything? You Who know, freaking I, Cal, I don't know, but they're 10 calories and dupe a soda. Well, no, this one's 35. Oh, wow. Even so. 35. No, could care less. Good with it. I mean, Diet Coke Zero, but I understand how, like, this is, like, a better alternative. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying this is, like, when we were talking about, like, if you're going to be a mocktail, like, have a benefit, like, here they are having benefits. And I'm just... So, so, so enough to the Olipops. Okay. I'm also, this is just basically what I've done this weekend. Okay. I'm also so into, I'm probably the last one to learn about these things, but there's these YouTube channels called, there's this YouTube channel called Go Danny Go. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like blippy, but way more palatable, if you will. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from like a person who like, as a, as a content creator, like appreciates Blippy and his craft and his business model. And like, if as a fellow YouTuber, like I have no shade to Blippy, but I think he would agree with me when he, I think Go Danny Go is more palatable. And he has all these like runs. So it's this like lava run. And he like, he like making the oh. kids like, you're supposed to like get up and run and get up and duck and like get up and like get the coins. George and Hattie, we did it for 45 minutes. They got to work on it. Oh they my were gosh. bouncing off the walls, having so much fun. And I was like, perfect. It's like a video game without buying the video game. No, it's like. It's like a video game and it feels good. Yeah, that's great. I don't want to get, I'm not, I re- I mean, never say never, but like George at four years old, like he, um, like sometimes plays with like these older kids that we know and like they play their video games, like a Mario Kart sometimes, like, like George watches, like George is around it. And like now George is asking for a switch for his birthday. Mm. And I'm like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. You know, I have watched george play with those boys on the video game and he has no idea what he's doing so i think that you could just give him a fake remote and like put someone else playing on youtube and he would think it was him so i don't even want to do that i don't even want to do that yeah you don't want him to get hooked on the video game thing yeah the video game thing is like i i honestly i'm not even i'm not even like open open i don't even want advice so like don't even worry about it you guys because, like, I just, like, want to do more research and, like, thinking and reflecting on it. But, like, no. Right now, I do not, do not need to introduce, like, another screen activity. Like, I'm not interested in doing that at all. I would love him to never play video games, honestly. I would love him to never play video games. Yeah. But I also know that that might that's, that's not a reality. But, like, Tyler never played video games. Like, he was just never into it. We'll see. I don't know. I agree. Maddie doesn't play video games. I don't... It... <laughs> It kind of gives me the ick, to be honest, when men play video games. But also, who am I to talk? Because I'm like such a gamer now on my Switch. You literally, no, literally, pot, kettle, black. No, but you know, like when they have the whole like setup and they have a keyboard that lights up and they've got the headphones. Like I'm, but on the other, on the other side of that, I think that's how a lot of men stay in touch with their friends. No, I think it's actually like. So I I think think it's a lot deeper. No, I think we need like a girl version of it. Yeah, because Craig, like, Craig meets weekly with like our cousin who lives in California. And like, I haven't talked to him in so long. If I haven't talked to him in so long, Craig will be like, oh, yeah, I talked to him on, on Monday night. We get together every Monday night and play Dungeons and Dragons. And it's like, no, oh, it's like darling. So like, cute. I don't know. I would love I to know. see so my I'd... girls once a week or talk to my girls once a week. 
I know. And like do something we love. Like I'm telling you, we need to find out like what the girl version is. And I'm not against video games. And I'm like, do I think we'll have video games in my house? Yeah. Like I have two boys. Like, I mean, I get it. Like I'm, I'm not, I think it's fine. I just was like not ready to be, have a four-year-old ask me for a video game. Yeah. And we're not, no, and that's I'm not a bit doing much. it. So anyway, go Danny, go. And it'd be right. Maybe it's just like, like I hyped it up. Like I was in this, like go Danny to go. Like he's telling, like George thinks he's doing it. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to ride this train for as long as possible. That is such a good YouTube channel idea. Yeah. I know. I know. I know you would love that. Yeah. He's so smart. So smart. So smart. And that's kind of it. Besides that, we've just been like literally bunkered down in this freezing, freezing, freezing cold. Well, I have something on my dump. And it's about the parenting book that I've started listening to. And oh, yeah. I'm not very far into it because... Tell the people what it is. It's called Hunt, Gather, Parent. And it is supposed to be about... um, Or it's like a parenting book about the different ways that other cultures parent and how... Uh, how it differs from Western society and maybe some things that Western society has like moved away from and essentially just like what's better. Um, And I've also, you know, stumbled upon a couple of parenting podcasts that sort of speak a a similar note and I am over it. And here's what pisses me off. Here's where I'm, it's just, it's not helpful. It's, the same, adv- not even advice, but just the, the the realization that in America, the sec the traditional family is two parents and a child, and they're like, well, you know what it used to be was parents, grandparents, they lived in a, a literal village, like you live next to everyone, like we're all part of a community, and we don't have that anymore, and even tradi- tra- quote unquote traditional of mom uh dad kid is like that's not good enough and it's just like okay well my pa- i'm not moving into my parents house my parents aren't moving into my house like kelly and i aren't gonna live yeah. on a compound we might maybe eventually but we're not right now um so like <laughs> what do you want me to do if you think that like i'm already off to um a bad start like i don't know i so i'm just i it's not helpful yeah yeah, that's um. What was I listening to? I guess it was just like a reel or something. But like, you don't want to be surrounding yourself with hopelessness like that. Like, yeah, that's not. And also, that like I'm also tired of this notion that how they used to do it was so much better, and how we're currently doing it is so bad. And I'm like, is it? Like, of course, like like our parents overworked. Yeah, like can we have more help. Yeah. Do I think the child's not going to turn out well? No, because like actually people have been living like this for a very long time too. And, no, like, people actually have people fine. have Some lived, incredible humans. People have lived in way worse scenarios than the worst person off yeah. in America. No. So yeah, like, yeah, you're right. I don't live with my mom and dad, but I'm not going through a famine. So yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fine. So yeah, I'm just like over it. And but we it, have running water and doing have cholera. But sure, you're right. Let's go back to the older days. Exactly. And like, yeah, I'm sure that would be great. And I'm sure that would be fine. But like, I don't think that that is going to make or break a, a child. And I don't think that that it's just like that. Just feels like the first observation that I ever get because I do want to like. I do think that there's certainly some like lost art to parenting and motherhood because we don't have like such an ingrained like tradition and community um you know like grandparents like passing down like 
random you know random pieces of knowledge and there's like a lot that i feel like we don't know um and i think that it would be great but like we're just not there and we're not going back to it so you know so i'm just I'm, i'm overhearing that okay well maybe like send like some good parenting recs your way parenting book recs your way i gathered i downloaded hunt gather parent because you said you were reading it and i thought i like Honestly, I judged a book by its cover and said, oh, Hunt Gather Parent. Love it. Sounds like I thought it would be like more of like a, I don't know. Well, I, I'm that's just like kind of the first thing. And that kind of, you know, made me a little bit discouraged. And then I heard another podcast that said the same thing. And I'm just like, OK, well, I can't. What do you yeah. want me to do? And like well, they I say it and they don't offer a solution. They just point it like out. So no, it's like so buzzwordy. People love to be buzzwordy. Yeah. People love to just like get the views, get get the clicks, get the yeah, I agree. Get people riled up. People don't always deliver the content at the end of it. No. Um, but I think you're doing a great job. Thanks. And I'm here to help you. And the carpool crew is here to help you in in, in a way, like as your village. Yeah, no, for sure. We're yeah, I'm good. Spe- and speaking of the car, can I do a little transition off that? Please. Speaking of the carpool crew and their village and our next segment, which is last three transactions, I pulled the people and I have selected my air fryer. Oh, which one did you get? For February. 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 I'm getting – so there, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things. I'm going basic and I'm getting the instant vortex. Okay. Eight four. Sure instant vortex can i find it i think it's the yeah it was like a yeah i don't know i'll let you guys know i'm kind of a wreck about it why not a wreck i'm just nervous i don't want to make the wrong decision these things are so freaking big but like the last thing i want to do is make the wrong decision i've had two air fryers kelly one that was forty dollar little one that was just I used in my apartment and then my sister-in-law got me a nice one for Christmas one year and like they both do the same thing you can't really go you honestly can't really go wrong I haven't I've I'm two for two right now it's gonna change your life well if you wanted to pull the trigger on an air fryer February we're starting February so which I think will be good for me because it's gonna make me use it for at least four four weeks straight you're gonna use it every day it's going to totally change your life. I can't believe you have been a mom for four years and you haven't had an air fryer to put to air fry chicken nuggets. You've been <sighs> using the oven all this time. No, I zap them in the microwave. Oh, microwave. The Some of them you can't microwave though. Should, but I don't think we should be microwaving because of the EMG. That's not how they used to do it in the olden days. No, honey. In fact, they didn't have chicken nuggets. <laughs> and it was so much better okay it was so, much, so better. much better we were way better and here's off. the thing and here's what like i take a lot of comfort in this like god put you on this planet at this time for a reason mm-hmm. and for some of us it's because we wouldn't have done very well back then. um yeah so he knew what he was doing when he made me an amazon prime a mom in the times of amazon prime he just mm-hmm. knew what he was doing with me you know what i mean i mean for his glory He's all knowing. Um, He's all knowing. (laughs) Okay, so you bought your air fryer. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, something that I recently bought 
well, I'm going to group these. There were two transactions, but I'm going to group them into one. Um, I have recently bought James. I've kind of gone crazy. I want new jammies for James. He's kind of getting in between sizes and I'm just, I'm ready to move on to the next set. And we don't have a lot in six to 12 months. So I bought some Caden Lane and some little sleepies. And I'm just, I get yeah, so excited when I get the new jammies in. Well, you haven't really bought him much of anything because no, like, you've just haven't. been having all of Fred stuff. But now that James and Fred are like, because they're five months apart. So like for a while, it was like, you know, Fred was wearing stuff for a minute, but I'm t- like, they're going to be in the same size pretty soon. Yeah, exactly. And so I really haven't had to spend hardly any money on him. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to ball out and get him a few jammies from Caden Lane and a few jammies from Little Sleepies. And I'm just really excited about it. Caden Lane has really, really cute um, seasonal jammies right now. FYI. Yeah, I like I have some Caden Lane jammies, too. I really like them. Yeah. Um, okay. My one of my last three transactions is it is it was a splurge and I haven't even tried it on yet. But I am going to Vegas. We have actually a lot of travel coming up. I am literally traveling three weeks in a row, which if you know anything about me, you know, I hate traveling. So like this is really big for me. Mm-hmm. But we go to Montana. Elizabeth and I are going to Montana for like a fun event, which I don't know if we can share about yet. And then I'm going to Vegas to speak at NADA, which is the National Automotive Dealers Association. And what does one wear to Vegas? Like, I know what I wear to like the speech, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited to be speaking. Like, if you're going to NADA, please come to my session one o'clock on Saturday. But then it's like, and like dad's going and Sydney's going and like a lot of the guys from the dealership are going. A lot of people I've met through social media are going. Like it's Mm -hmm. actually going to kind of be like a VIP affair. So I didn't know what to wear. So I went on Show Me Your Moo Moo because they have some cute stuff and like some cute like party stuff. Like this is just so out of my wheelhouse. But I also like want to have fun with this. And I bought a black sequined jumpsuit. Long sleeve, flared pants, like ties around the booby area um has it come in yet and i think yeah it's coming i haven't tried it on though yet but i here's the thing i want to try it on but like i can't try it on until like i'm have my hair and makeup done like i'm not gonna do that to the jumpsuit totally. it deserves better than that. totally so i just it. need to just no i'll hate it so anyway but like when you see it you're gonna be like that is like it's just not something i would wear and i'm like gosh what shoes would i wear and i have these like clear black heels like they have like a clear strap and they're black and a clear heel i'm like oh those are too much and it's like no like it's vegas like that's the vibes vegas the same energy you need to give for vegas is the same energy we chris gives around the holidays it's the holidays yes, vegas. It's, vegas. <laughs> it's vegas what would you say, she say i'm just like vegas. i would I would never go to Vegas, like, for outside of work. Mm-hmm. Like, if Tyler and I were going to go – and Tyler's going with me, so it's going to be really fun. Um, and we're, like, using it as, like, a fun little couple's trip. But, like, I would never plan a trip to Vegas. Like, the way I would, like, book a flight to Charleston or, like, something like that, and I'm going to Vegas. I don't know what Tyler's going to wear. I need to be focusing oh, on him next. You know what? I think I think you can be fabulous and stunning in Vegas. And I yeah, think I Vegas think is such – you'll see every different type of person in Vegas totally yeah um you will and like you'll see i feel like vegas is the place like you'll see a lot of couples that don't go together you know what i mean yeah for sure are you catching what i'm saying yeah no i got it oh it took me a little while but i finally got there okay one of my last third transaction per your uh recommendation kelly i got the what is it called wild bird sling (gasps) you didn't tell me you bought a wild bird 
Yeah. Which one did you get? Well, I can't believe you made this decision with, without like texting me options. Well, here's the thing, Cal. I almost bought one off the website, like a huge striped one, because I like how yours is a design. Um, but then I had to pay for shipping. So then I went on Amazon and Amazon sells them, but in much like black and cream. And so you bought it in black and cream to not pay for shipping? No, I bought it in I bought it in cream to not pay for shipping. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, why why are you like looking at me like I'm crazy for doing that? Well, how much was sh- how much was shipping? I don't know, but it's the principle of it. It was going to be seventy five dollars total, and this was uh sixty eight. And I'll get it sooner. I'm just like, what? but I'm like, was it six dollars cuter? And like I just said, I just spent a lot of money on freaking bamboo jammies, so I'm trying to. I don't know. It's the principle. It's the principle of shipping, Liz. They need to they need to learn that. It does feel like if you buy like there's just when I hit a certain threshold, shipping should be free. I agree. Like, what did I order the other day? I ordered something that was expensive that like we needed and I'm like, I had to pay for shipping? Oh, I ordered new lights. I had to pay for shipping? Yeah. It's disgusting. Well, and here's the other thing too, is that if I order from anywhere but Amazon, even if it takes four days, might as well be a week. It feels like mm-hmm. it takes forever to get here. And well, I like that I can track it. Like, I don't have to find an email to find my shit. Like, everything about just ordering no. it through Amazon was easier. You know what? The other thing, too, Kel, I didn't want to put my email in and a wild bird start sending me all these emails that I didn't want either. It's just there's so many reasons why I chose to buy it on Amazon. And I no, had to get cream some- instead of like a stripe. No, you're making some really good points. Also, I'm on Wild Bird's website right now looking at what we're talking. They don't ha- I have the cutest print by far. Okay, so the Wild Bird sling is a sling that uh, Fred Kelly uses with Fred right now. And you have to, you can use it when your baby is like older, like they can support their themselves and they're kind of like a hip baby because you like do a sling and then they like sit on your hip. It's like a baby carrier. Yeah, but it starts like some people do it for like babies. So they're like, I think you can take a baby as little as like eight pounds i could never oh, figure it out until I until see. fred I, like i just fred, fred and i didn't jive with it but once he was hip baby status and moms know what i'm talking about like when you could finally like move him from the front to the hip fred lives in this wrap we are mm-hmm. obsessed with it i'm obsessed with it he like if we're if we're at church if we're at a friend's house if we're anywhere aside from the home he is in my sling chilling and, and he falls asleep. It's so cute. They're very aesthetically pleasing, too, which I think is so important for a baby carrier. Like, I have an ergo baby, and I used the crap out of that when James was younger. Yeah. But any photo of us in it, like, it just kills my outfit. It no, just murders ergo, it. No, totally. Like, the ergo is so, like, a buckle in the velvet. It's so, like, utilitarian. It's but, like, like, it works I'm trying so, to be, like, a crunchy, it free works spirited. so, so well. And it's what we used to use, similar things like that. And as we know, what we used to do is the better way. So I actually think probably closer to what they used to use was the wild bird. Because it's just like a piece of... Oh, I thought you were talking about the ergo. Um, No. Yeah. You know what? When the baby can't support their neck, I need all the buckles. I need all the Velcro. Like, I can't do the wrap. Like, I'm just so afraid they're just going to plop out. So, like, I need all that utilitarian-esque-ness. But now I'm, like, so excited to just... Do the little rafty, rafty doodle. Yeah, you can also carry them. Apparently, you can also use the wild bird to like carry them on your back, which like Fred and I will get there eventually too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Anyway, you have. And I even carry like it goes. A, mm-hmm. I'm saying you can say your next last three transaction. 
Oh, we're yes, still yes, yes, doing yes, yes, that yes, yes, segment yes. right now. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Of course. How about all those good points okay. I just made about ordering off Amazon? No, I know. That's why I'm like, let me go to my Amazon. Okay, this is not very exciting in the slightest, but I placed an Amazon for the molds to make peanut butter swirly cups. Peanut Oh, the the Reese's mold? The Naptime Kitchen one? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted it. I just like, I love, a, I love a sweet treat at night. And it's just basically peanut butter, coconut oil, and chocolate, melted chocolate. Oh, and you like I put don't it in even... the freezer, but you use these. I don't even use coconut oil. Oh, rogue. Oh, I just use chocolate nice. and peanut butter. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Um, Tyler hammered them. They're so good. I'm telling you, he, he, he's eating all my food. Like, he's drinking my lollipops. He's eating my peanut butter swirly cups. It's like, you think you live here? Yeah. So annoying. So rude. But anyway, so I bought the um the molds. Okay. My last one is also not super exciting. But a big milestone in parenthood, James is moving. He's inchworming, army crawling all over the place. So we need to like officially baby proof this place. So I'm working on um, my gate situation. And I just ordered uh, like cabinet stop like locks. Nice. Also, here's a question about parenting. Um, The toilet lock is why do you need a toilet lock? Is it because they could fall in? What? Yeah, no. So, no, I, sh- I shouldn't say, yeah, like you don't need it. Yeah. And you do have to be careful because, like, people are going to fear monger you and tell you, like, the kids have, like, let me put a trigger warning on what I'm about to say. Like, kids have, like, drowned because they fell into a toilet before. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they have them. So, and that's why they have them. Okay. Good to know. I would say, like, just, I just keep my back. Ba- I mean, why would my baby ever be in the, there's enough enough other things they could like hurt themselves in in the bathroom as well, but I don't think it's a bad idea. But we, I can't say that I use them. But you have but Fred one. Fred is not going in our bathroom by him. Yeah, yeah, I have one because I put it on with George. Yeah, okay, good to I know. I don't lock it though. The best way to ditch the drive-thru is by using Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware. I've been using Caraway products for a couple of months now, and I'm hooked. I got their four-piece cookware set and have since thrown away all the old toxic pans I'd been using. They are so beautiful and so aesthetically pleasing and come with the perfect organization system. With so many collections to explore, there's sure to be a caraway for every kind of cook. Ditch the chemicals with caraway. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will leach into your healthy ingredients. Over 65 thousand people have rated five stars about their caraway kitchen now it's time to try it for yourself visit carawayhome.com slash carpool to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10 percent off your next purchase this deal is exclusive to our listeners so visit carawayhome.com slash carpool or use code carpool at checkout caraway non-toxic cookware made modern this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, moving on. What do we have next? Okay, well, next I guess I can go to Industry Nas. Yeah. Industry news rise with a hot tea going on in the auto industry. And 
lucky for us, the Karam is making headlines. Like people are talking about the Karam car of the year because it gets announced on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. Very excited, Kel. I'm really proud of us for doing this. Me too. I'm, and just know, you guys, how unbelievably nervous I am to do it. And I was like, but it feels good and I feel confident in our pick. And did we share? I guess we shared. Like, I didn't know who the winner was going to be when we were doing the voting. Yes. So. Did we talk about that on the podcast? Uh, I don't, I don't think, so. I don't know. Maybe we did. In case we haven't, we'll, we'll quickly recap it. Kelly and I were working on it together and we had uh, a few different categories and we took the four cars and we went through each category and we said, okay. Lexus TX, where does it fall on car seat capability? We started it out of 10 and anything that we didn't like or like wasn't the gold standard per car mom, per family car, we knocked off one point. Yeah. So we weren't saying like, and then which one's better, like- uh, the the TX or the Atlas, we weren't like, which one has a better car seat? We like individually judged them each yeah. and I was in control of the numbers. And so then once we went through them all, I like totaled them up and we were like, okay, this car won. And I wasn't... I didn't think it, I, I didn't realize that it was going to win. But now that like I know that it won, I'm like, yeah. I totally it makes agree. Sense. I so anyway, totally that's happening. Agree. But then there was also this, um, speaking of Vegas and speaking of car mom and speaking of auto industry, there's this like um, convention called the CES. And it's basically just like this like big tech convention that a lot of automakers go to to like unveil their like latest concepts, like things like that. Um, this year's wasn't very like automaker driven because like GM wasn't there, Ford wasn't there, Chrysler wasn't there, but there were some other people who were there who were like basically some of the Chinese and Vietnamese companies were kind of like debuting some pretty intense things. And yeah, and I think that's brought up something interesting. So Xpeng is a subsidiary that looks to give customers wings. So it's this Chinese automaker that has an aviation subsidiary and it already has a hundred orders sold or whatever, but it's a like SUV that kind of looks like the Tesla Cybertruck, but it carries the air pieces. So then it can, because like, otherwise it can fly itself autonomously eventually. But I'm just like, where are we at and so it'll be sold in Europe and the U.S. also. But I'm like, where are we at on the flying cars? Like, where is that? You like, know, I just don't think we have the... I thought we'd be further along. The thing where it just doesn't make any sense is the traffic control of it all. Uh, I mean, I guess. But I just think, like, it would be better for traffic. Why is there traffic? Do you really think about that? No, I have no idea. Like, unless there's an accident. I get an accident. But I don't get the rush hour. Why isn't everyone just driving at the speed limit? And then you should get there at the same time every day, regardless of how many people are on the road. Elizabeth, totally. I've never understood traffic. And that's honestly not... why if we... It's one of the mysteries of life. Totally. But anyway... I just wanted to bring up, I mean, they're, like, that's not that juicy of a story. I don't have a lot of the details, but it was just like something to keep on your radar. Like, are we going to get flying cars? Like, maybe we should put some of our energy there. I Instead would of electric totally get cars? flying car. No, no, I didn't say that. I'm just like, let's just, let's not forget. Okay. Jetson. It's giving Jetsons. Wasn't the Jet- Jetsons like in 2023? 
That's a good idea. Let's look it up. What year when? was I'm googling it? Was the Jetsons set in? Oh, 2062. We could still get there. No, I don't think so. It says 2062. Oh yeah, 2062. George Jetson was born in 2022. Okay, well that's promising. No, so that's what I'm that's saying. Promising. Like we're at the beginning of the Jetsons. Look at how far. Look at how far they got. I bet that God put the person on Earth who's going to come up with the inventing cars, and maybe they were just born this year. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh huh. Okay. Just like two more quick stories, all about what was at CES. Vinfast. We've been talking about them. Like we're hearing the rumblings. They're the Vietnamese automaker, and they showed a new model, and it was called the VF Wild, which is the concept for a midsize truck. Just like another electric pickup truck that people are excited about. Okay. VinFast, VinFast truck. Did they release, like, what it looks like? Um, yeah. Like a concept. Okay, I know these stories aren't very juicy, but I just like that's just, we just, we just don't know a lot of things yet. But I'm just saying these were released. It looks like a Ford Ranger, to be completely yeah, honest. It's, it looks it's, like a Ford Ranger slash the Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah, I like I like it more than the Cybertruck. Same. Okay, next, this is Bosch's solution to plugging in. Let the robot handle it. Robert Bosch is testing automotive valley parking technology along with an automated charging function. The technology launched with Volkswagen software arm. Carid guides a driverless vehicle to a parking space with a charger, and a robot opens the charging point and inserts the cable. It removes the cable once the battery is charged. Then the vehicle drives itself to a regular parking spot and opens up to the next EV charger. So it'd be like if you were like, I think it'd be like if you were like in an apartment complex and you guys had like a parking garage, it could like plug your car in, charge it, and then park your car back and then get the next car. I think. But like how the cars? I don't know. Um, how would you know where it parked it, <laughs> Liz? That's what no one's asking. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, that's actually such a good like, point. What if the spot was? Ta- how does it know where open spots are? Um. What if there is no open spot? You know what I really want to do? What? Have you seen those? Um. Like tick like those like reels of those driverless cars that like you can like get like an Uber, but it's like driverless. No. Okay, well they're like they're like piloting them in a few cities, and one of the cities is Phoenix. Oh. And we're going to Phoenix in February. We're going for on for our family vacation actually, which will be super fun. And I think we should track one down. And I want to go in it and film some content with it. How do we track it down? I think you'll just have to get the app. I don't know. I might reach out to the company. Oh, like, okay. I've seen other so it's like a, it's like a I've seen like, yeah, I've seen like other auto influencers do it. Mm, I don't know about all that, but would you I, do that? Would yeah. you get in a would you get in a, car, a self driving car? Like, there's no one in the driver's yeah, seat. Yeah, as long as we're not going on a highway or anything. Like, if we're, I I need to be able to like jump and drop and roll. You totally. know, like twenty miles per totally. hour. Do you think we could jump out of a car at twenty miles per hour? And live, yeah, yeah, and live. And we walk might be away. Hurt. I don't know. We might be hurt. Just tuck and roll situations. Yeah. Anyway, that was industry news. Maybe we'll bring a helmet. Um, okay, Kel, we have an advice question, and I think it's actually she asked two questions, and I think that they're both good questions. So I just want to address them. Okay. Okay, this is from Jen. 
Kelly, how did you know when it was time to transition George and Hattie into a bedroom together? We want our kids to share a room due to lack of space and help them bond for the first few years at least. But I'm curious what that transition looked like when Hattie was a baby and how George first handled have a, having a roommate and how do they look like it now? Our son will stay in our room for a few months, but we'd like to get him to move in with our daughter shortly after that. The way I literally don't even remember. Really? Well, so George and Hattie, it was fun because, okay, I do remember. Okay, here we go. It was fun because we moved George out of his room into Hattie's room. But like we got, we also moved Hattie out of her crib and into a big bed. So like it all happened at once. Like basically like they got a new room. Like Mm -hmm. the cribs were gone. And I probably, I moved Hattie out of a crib probably earlier than what some people would, but her bedroom is right next to our bedroom. Like it's literally five feet away. So like, it just didn't feel that scary to me. Um, And they were also like young. Like, I don't even think they remember a time where they don't share a room anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's was wonderful and it's still wonderful and they love it. They're so cute. We, um, we put them to bed. I like, we don't lay with them. I I really didn't want to have to like lay with a kid till they fall asleep because Mm -hmm. I just think that I I would fall asleep and I would never get anything done. So Tyler and I were very adamant about that. So we would like read them books and then we'd walk out of the room. They would cry. Sometimes they would keep each other up. Sometimes George would fall asleep and Hattie would like keep whining a little bit. Hattie gets out of her bed like a couple times and complains or whatever. But one thing that's really helped is we got them battery powered candles. Um, And they're allowed to have their candles and they're allowed to look at books. As long as they want. Yeah. And like, that's the rule. And it's so cute. Yeah. So they love it. My biggest advice is to not post it on social media if you own a designer bag, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think just like make it a thing, like make it fun. I really like how you took you guys, you put them like both in Hattie's room, which then felt like a change for George and Hattie maybe didn't notice. Yeah. And then Hattie got a new bed. Totally. So like, they both got something new out of the out of the situation it wasn't like you just put another bed in george's room and made his room smaller yeah totally and i also just think like for kids bedrooms i really i mean i like kind of made it cute and like i got them like matching bedding and like you know i got them like a black and white or black initials for their walls but like their room like it is like their little just haven like they just have like things like they're allowed to have things set up in there they're allowed to like they're allowed to hang pictures on their walls. Like there's just, their room is the wild west, honestly. But I like that for them because that's their space. Yeah, absolutely. And what do I care? What literally, I mean, I don't want the room to be trash. I don't want it to be dirty, but what do I care how it's decorated? Like George was so excited to hang up all of his, I was at your house when he came home from school to hang up all the artwork that he made. And you were like, oh, I mean, maybe we don't have to hang them all up. And he's like, but mom, it's like, it's all my art and you're like yeah okay actually that's fine like you were like maybe saying like because that's not gonna look good because it didn't but you're like okay whatever who cares it, he's proud of it yeah. it's his expression it, you know it's he's yeah. it's he's doing a safe thing it's all good okay here's the second question we have a unique car situation as a gift for our growing family my father-in-law has offered for us to trade him back my husband's very old and small car that he's driven since high school and in exchange he will buy us a newer minivan we are obviously super grateful for this and it is a huge burden taken off of us we've been researching a bit and have decided that the honda odyssey and have decided on a honda odyssey and no we'll choose at least a 2018 because that's when the new model year came out my question is, what is really dif- the difference between 2018 
odysseys to now if car manufacturers only redesign every many years why is there still a 2019 2020 etc is there really that big of a difference in getting a new car a few years old to save money if it's the same generation oh this is like my favorite question in the world yeah no there is there is very little differences done between a 2018 and a 2023. Now, they have to put out, like, new cars every single year because I think it, it obviously gives context, like, for the used car market. And, like, you need to know how old a car is mm-hmm. because cars have a shelf life. And, you know, every year, I mean, like, if you're, like, even, like, if you're, like, the Kia Telluride, like, every year you might, like, come out with, like, a new thing or, like, a new wheel design or, like, they may even, like, rearrange a trim level or something. But the cars, honestly, to the untrained eye, to the average person, are the same. To me. To me. They're the same. Yeah. So, I would say, like, my only advice is, like, you know, you I would maybe try to go for a higher trim 2018 because, like I said, like, the technology's plateaued, but now we have a lot more things standard than we used to. So, I would hate to make you, like, miss out on, like, the safety features. And honestly, like, by the time you get to a 2018 model year the difference in trim level pricing really goes down. So like, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of like finding the right car. Yeah. Like I would be shocked if you told me that like, uh, touring and an EXL were a $5,000 difference. Like they're maybe like Like a thousand bucks. Like they are. Like they're just not, it's just not, they're just not going to be that big of a price jump between the trim levels. So I would try to get the highest one. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. No, I love that. I really love that question. Um, okay, Kyle. So now it is time for a dish to drive through where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. Dinner rut. It's a lot harder to do when we're not when we're not together. Oh, I thought, yeah. You so said true. it like two seconds after me. Oh. Do you okay. not have that Sorry. same lag? Um, I guess I didn't notice it. Okay. I'm just kind of in my own head. Okay. We can't forget to do our book recap at the end of this. Oh my I gosh. You're right. It. I was going to forget. Yeah, that's okay. But, like, let's get the people who don't care out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or can stick around. Okay, this one is a classic. This is a classic recipe. I don't know if I've talked about it on here before, but I made it for the kids this weekend, and I need to share it on the carpool. And it is – what should I call it? I need a name for it because it's a made-up recipe. I don't know what the recipe is. Okay, we'll call it – so <laughs> when I gave birth to – you're staring at me when like I, I was supposed to help you come up with a name for it, but you haven't told me what it is. When I gave birth to George, my mom's sister, whose name is also Liz, but we call her Lizzie. So my mom's sister Lizzie came over and she brought me this dinner. And it is a a pasta bake. It's so easy, but it's so unbelievably delicious and unbelievably comforting. All it is is that, have I never said this in the podcast? No. Oh my gosh. So exciting for you. All it is, is egg noodles, key. And then you can do ground beef if you want to do ground beef. If you don't, you can skip it. Marinara. Okay. You like make the egg noodles, you like make the meat sauce or just the regular pasta sauce. You combine them and then you dump that in a, in a nine by 13. Then to the top of like your prepared pasta, you take cream cheese and sour cream. And you just do like little dollops, like little, mm. co- no, a little bit bigger than a, co- just dollops. You do dollops just all over the pasta, just like as just Yum. to your heart's desire. You know what I mean? You bake it and it is like so 
unbelievably good. And then you just like scoop it up and you know, you get a little cream cheese, you get a little pasta, you get a little sour cream. It just, it all, yeah. all the creamy stuff just goes Total together. Comfort. Total comfort. It comes in like, if you don't do the ground beef part, cause like, you know, ground beef, you have to like, you know, brown the beef during the beef. It's a, it's a to do. But if you just skip that, which it's good if you skip that too, comes together so fast. Or, you know, if I ever get around to browning 15 pounds of ground beef in my freezer, mm-hmm. that'll be a great thing to pull out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think like my, so I made it for the kids before we went to the pickleball tournament. And I'm like, this is such a good like meal to make for the babysitter too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who's not going to like that? Who's not going to like it? And it's like, I prepared it. You can make it earlier in the day. And then I just like baked it. And then the kids hoovered it. I, we had it for lunch today. The babysitter told me that Hattie had three bowls of it. Oh my gosh. Iconic. So what should we name it? Mm. Lizzie said she used to make it for herself in college a lot. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I've got nothing. I have to. I have n- nothing's coming to mind. I have to think on that. It's like a sour cream noodle bake, but you have to do the cream cheese too. And you know what? One time I didn't have sour cream. You know what I threw on there? Cream. How cheese. about a cre- oh. How about a creamy noodle bake? Creamy noodle bake. Good. Okay, so the creamy noodle bake. Okay, Cal. So I made the creamy noodle bake. It's time for our book recap of Big Lights, Bright Lights, Big Christmas. Yeah. I listened to it, um, and I thought that the first few hours were good. thought that they were entertaining. I liked the Mm -hmm. story. I was feeling it. The latter half of the book, however, got... Okay, I was like, okay. All right, when are we going to, like, get somewhere with the storyline? And then the last two hours of the book uh, were so unbelievably long, slow, and boring. It was. I totally agree. Like they were setting the scene. I was. I was enjoying the scene setting. I, I have the so main many character. Questions. I. She was more tolerable than most female main characters are in those kinds of books. Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, Murphy. In this whole Christmas tree idea, is it penciling? Yeah, is it penciling? If we're down to the wire and like we can't afford, like, you know, anything, is this penciling? No, it's so true. And also, who's spending a thousand dollars on a Christmas tree? Twelve hundred dollars. I don't know how much real Christmas trees cost, to be fair, because I don't buy real Christmas trees. But $1,200 for a tree to live in your home for a month feels steep. It feels fictional. feels yeah. fictional. Um, I, what was the guy's name? Andrew? No. What was the guy? I, don't, I already forgot the character's name. What was the guy's name who she like was kind of having a thing with? What? Look it up, Cal. I finished this book so long okay. ago. Characters. First of, and what was what was the main character's name? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I remember is Murphy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Carrie, Patrick, Carrie and Patrick. Okay. So first of all, Carrie and Murphy, they have chemistry. Like we, it was like brothers. I'm like, I get to their brother and sister, and I kept being like, I kept forgetting they were brother and sister, and I was like, oh, is this an en- enemies to lovers trope? It was kind like, of giving that, yeah. It was like, 
It was weird. It wasn't penciling it with was, Patrick. There was like no chemistry there. No. And like, I'm sorry. First of all, I don't know. What was the little kid's name? Austin. Don't know why we needed him in the book so much. Like, creep me hated out. Hated his scenes. Creep hated me his out. scenes. And I'm sorry. Their first date, we're supposed to, the first date they go on is Patrick and Austin and her. And I'm supposed to like feel some sort of love connection. Yeah. it w- That was bizarre. You know what it was missing? Hmm. Smut. We never got the payoff. I, I was, I'm happy there wasn't smut because I would have cringed beyond because these characters well, yeah, because had. Every time it started going there, Austin popped up. <laughs> so they're like, okay, see you later. Like it was so awkward. I don't know what we needed the whole Austin of it for. And then also and Austin was such a corny character. Like when Heinz went missing, they're like, he's like, oh, we have to find Heinz. It's like this freaking like six-year-old, eight-year-old, however old he is. He doesn't like that's not how they act. They're not like looking well, for audio- this elderly man. Yeah. The audiobook didn't help because <laughs> oh, the narrator was horrible. <laughs> With the way she did the, that little the, voice. He voice. felt he felt maybe it was the reading. He felt very corny so corny um and then yeah it was just so there were so many dragged out scenes like the fact that like 12 minutes of my life were wasted to hear about her trying on this like navy sweater Mm. like what was that all about like why did you have to go that far like i just didn't need to hear all of that yeah what did i like about it i liked the setting I liked New York at Christmas time. I liked how she started making the wreaths and then selling the wreaths. And like totally. that was working for her. Loved that. No, she, she had hustle and bustle. And then you know what else I didn't get? Why was everyone so obsessed with Murphy? I don't they know. They were like, oh, oh, Murphy. Oh, are you Murphy's sister? I'm like, Murphy's a crab. Yeah, Murphy's a crab. He all, I swear, all he does is sleep like every scene is it's like Mur- oh i can hear murphy sleeping he's snoring so loud <laughs> it's like when is murphy working he's literally always sleeping he's literally always sleeping and he was like so mean to carrie about like her idea to like like i just hate those men i hate men but i certainly like reading about them who are like so stuck in their ways that like he can't recognize that like no it's actually a good idea to go do that Cause like that's not how him and dad did it. It's like shut up, Murphy. I agree. Oh my gosh, did you die that the influencer's name was actually Ashley? Yes, I did. Actually, Ashley. Yeah. Oh, I liked that aspect don't know- of it. I liked that they sold it to the influencer, and then everyone started coming. Like there were really sweet, cute moments about the book that I enjoyed, but the last part where like Heinz is like you know in this basement and he's secretly super rich and then she takes and cares for like it was just so pointless to me yeah and it was just way too long to get there and heinz was a confusing character i I also didn't like him as a character he was also a crab who then we're supposed to care for and it's like well he's kind of yeah no he was a crab and he was probably creepy and then like austin's mom is an enemy because she doesn't want her kid hanging out with this guy 
who no one knows where he lives. She thinks he's homeless. He's this old guy who's like always lurking around and we're just suppo- and like talking to his son and writing the story with his son. Like, no, I... Yeah, and I'm, Austin's mom's the crazy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Justice for Austin's right. mom. <laughs> Just... What was her name? I don't remember. So anyway, I, that's how I feel about the book. Yeah, I feel bad that we made you guys listen to it. It was a waste of my time. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. Did because when I was listening to it before Christmas, like there was something like mindless and fun and like Christmassy about it. It just never. Yeah, maybe maybe Smut would have helped, but not with not with the way these characters were written. No, you're right. You're right. I don't think I don't know if it would have helped. I just didn't get any like chemistry. I'm telling you, there was more chemistry between Murphy and Carrie. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There was Elizabeth. I agree. Cal. I'm not trying to be gross when I say that. I'm just like that was my person. I, I mean, I get that they're brother and sisters. This is a fictional book. I'm like, I just don't buy the Patrick and Carrie of it all. And that's just like where I'm always just like, oh, does like the the handsome successful businessman fall for the Christmas tree farm girl? And her, yeah, and her, and her freaking velvet sweater that she paired with jeans that we're supposed to somehow think looks cute the way that they described it, like. Come on. No, I know. And I'm like, you went to New York. It's like, use your brain. Like, so you're living in a trailer in New York without running water for in, for in December. And like, and you're telling me this is good business? It's not. The math's not mathing. I need to see a workup. I need to see your notes. I need to I see, see the bottom line. I need to see his notebook that he's always scribbling in. I want to see the expenses. I want to see, I want to see the tax returns. Like, I need to see what you're possibly netting. And I could think of maybe a thousand other things you could do to make what I, I mean, they're acting like they're like barely scraping by. Like they're in the red. They're in the red. They're like, if we don't make it the farm, we're going to lose the Christmas tree farm, of course. Um, And he's like, I don't know about you doing wreaths with ribbons. It's like, how much much are those ribbons? It's like, she's literally picking up scraps from Christmas trees. Like she's being innovative. Murphy, what are you doing other than sleeping? (laughs) <laughs> what's it to you yeah. wake up murphy wake up <laughs> and then like why didn't know where like i also like, could have like used like a murphy side story and like i thought we were gonna get it with that one girly pop yeah i was i was they had chemistry they had chemistry but yeah i and, mean like why didn't he yeah i don't know well anyway i think if anything this has just told me that I am excellent on my feet because I did not listen to the last three hours of the book. And you would have never known. (laughs) Elizabeth Stumpy. (laughs) I never finished it. But I can't put Heinz Okay, well, guess what? Nothing really (laughs) happens. Heinz, they end up finding Heinz. He was in the basement of the building that he owns. And then they bring him up to the penthouse. And he didn't want to go up to the penthouse. Did he die? No. Carrie took care of him. Carrie skipped Christmas with her mom. To take care of Heinz <gasps> in this apartment, this beautiful apartment that he owned, but he didn't want to go up there because his partner died or something. I think he died and he hasn't been up there since he died or he left him. No, I think he died. Um, and turns out Heinz is a super famous artist and his paintings are worth millions of dollars. And he offers Carrie mm. a job and Carrie gets to stay in an apartment building and be with Patrick so in austin it's closely behind and austin who loves dragons 
Well, I'm happy I didn't finish it. I'm happy I kept I'm those three so, hours of my life. I'm so pissed at you right now. So with that, um, I know I, I knew you were going to be pissed, but I knew you were going to be pissed. But I also kind of decided I was like, let's see if I'm as good of a BSer as I think I am. And I'm it turns just out mad I because I sat through it. Well, I get that. I get that. And you know what? If you ever like, if there's ever a scenario where you can. Here's what probably happen. Here's what probably happen. We're going on all these flights. I'll probably forget to download something, and I'll only have big lines. Yeah, and we're gonna have to finish it. Well, you spoiled and I'm gonna it have to you. sit there and finish it after you had just spoiled it for me. Okay. Well, I'm done with this episode then. Totally. So thank so you guys for listening to the carpool. <laughs> you could do it. Thanks so much for listening to the carpool podcast, where we, you know. Bring you some like driveway dumps and millennial words and sometimes a book recap and sometimes we read it and sometimes we don't. And that's... And sometimes we fight it fresh. Um, on the podcast. Did we fight today? No, but I'm just happy that we're doing Zoom so I can... When I Are can you going to call up, me after and, and yell no, at me? so I can hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.